0: We're putting the band back together.
1: From the Twisted Minds, we brought you the original Fanball. We had a fan pop up enough our
2: turn goat piss in the gas This is the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast.
0: If you're dumb surround yourself with smart people and if you're smart surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you.
2: Welcome to Fantasy Football Almost Daily and or The Fanball Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we go either way here. Uh, I am Paul Charchi and my co-host today Scott Fish and Jay Clemens. Hi guys. Hey uh, crazy last as as of right now, 18 hours in the NFL and the waiver wire ramifications are massive. It was already Huge. it was already a fairly solid waiver wire week anyway. Now it's totally upside down with all the changes the last uh, uh, really half day mm-hmm. or so. So let's dive in. I want to start at uh, at the quarterback position. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, he's he's been my guy for a long time. Um, and felt like he was probably the best backup in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now he gets joined with um, Kyle Shanahan, who I think we can all agree is an offensive mastermind but needs a trigger man for that. Yep. You, know, <laughs> you can only look at what the Falcons have done you know, without him to know how valuable he was, right? Mm-hmm. And so now um, he, uh, he gets Jimmy Garoppolo midseason – Prob- won't play this week, and I no. don't think they should put him in that position. I believe San Francisco's on the bye. No, they have, no. The, they have Cardinals this week, Giants at home Giants next, week, next week, then, the, then bye. the
1: bye. So okay, thank if you. if it goes by the old NFL standard, you want to play before the bye so you can basically you know, break down what learn you did right from it in, yeah, yeah, in the, the bye. The following week.
2: Yeah, I like that angle, Jay. Uh, so I think we'll see Garoppolo as quickly as that. I think long-term— This is going to be the solution for them at quarterback. Sure. I do not believe they will spend their very early first-round pick at that position, and they may, and if they're smart, they will trade it to a quarterback-needy team and trade down for picks and do other things with it. Do you guys agree with me that Garoppolo's got nice long-term 2018-plus value?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, I, I think that he's going to be a long-term starter there. I like that uh, Lynch was saying that they tried to get him before the season and couldn't get it done. Right, so that means they really, really wanted to invest in him. I have never
1: heard of anyone kicking the tires on a quarterback outside of maybe uh, the the Josh kid that was uh, went to the Vikings. Uh, boy, just Josh, Josh, Josh Freeman. Freeman? thank you.
2: That's you.
1: But yeah. that's my point. Like no one else does it, so it's one of those things where, uh, at the time that we're recording this, he has not signed a long-term deal. For all we know, he hasn't been offered one yet. But at the same time, you don't enter into something like this unless you have that. You you know that you're going to be the guy long-term. So I don't know if it's great right now, but at the same time two, three, four years from now, he will be a star
2: yeah, in the sleep. Fair point that he's not under contract for the future. Yes. He's a free agent in March. and mm. But I have to believe that the Niners— Second rounder, high not have rounder. Right. They yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have given give up what could yeah. be picked 33 in the draft for a guy that's going to play the last eight games of your lost season. Plus, his agent won't let him— Like I,
1: Scott and I were talking about this earlier today. His agent will not let him throw a pass— without some kind of assurance. Because right now, from a free agent perspective, he could be $20 million next year based oh, on the unknown factor. Yeah, that's and right. And his
2: value can only go down you're right. right now. That's a very good point, Jay. He, 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 You're better off with the hope that he's a good quarterback exactly. than the reality <laughs> that he's a mediocre quarterback. Yeah.
1: It's like I've been saying, I know it's a different issue, but with Colin Kaepernick, he hasn't signed with anyone this year. It's. It, it, I'm not saying he's been a martyr, but at the same time, he looks a lot better when he actually hasn't thrown a pass this year. And then once people see him play, they go, oh, that's right. That's why he's not really playing for anyone right I will now. say
0: the market for mediocre quarterbacks, Glennon and Brock Osweiler, seem to be pretty high too. So Right.
2: I mean, if those guys can get $18, 18 $20 million a year, yeah. you would think that Garoppolo is going to be able to do all of that. Uh, he in, in the two career starts that he has, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, won both games. It's um Garoppolo feels like a winner because he's tied to the Patriots. Long term I like him a lot. This year I think he's a spot starter in deep leagues. That's it. Maybe more than that? Not a lot. Well, He'll the get advantage it. of playing from behind a lot. It, it, yeah, if, that's if you, true. If
1: you pick him up now uh, you're picking him as your backup, hopefully, and maybe the, the potential of playing in weeks 14, 15, and 16. Here's the deal, though. They've got Houston, week 14, no. Tennessee, which is a pretty good matchup, and then week 16 against Jacksonville. Absolutely no. not. No. Yeah.
2: Tough. So I, I, I don't love Garoppolo this year, but I do like him. I like mm-hmm. him in future years a lot. All Same right. Here. Let's transition to the running back position. And let's, let's start with some of the after effects of the news of the last, uh, again, eight, as, as we're talking now about 18 hours. Starting with the Zeke deal, guys, he's done. This mm-hmm. is it. Will take a legal miracle for him to find his way out of the the situation he's in now. There's a ninety ninety five percent chance that he's going to suffer the six game suspension, and it will begin this week. So, where does this put you with Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden? Do you prefer one over the other, and or just neither? You're just saying, you know what? I'm not even participating in the bidding war that's going to go down over these two guys. It's a double
1: answer for me. Uh, PPR, I want McFadden. Standard scoring, I want Morse. But frankly, as an owner... I don't want to touch it, period, unless I own both because I would want to play the platoon. Mm-hmm. I would hate to would be You, that...
2: you mean you play, you'd start both guys?
1: No, I would just play the platoon based on the matchup. Like, if I figured oh, okay. he'd have PPR. Like, other than that, I have no interest in it. The only thing that keeps me intrigued in any way is the offensive line for Dallas.
0: Yeah, see, the offensive rank, line, I was looking at what, what were they ranked last week? 14th? They're middle of the pack this yeah, year. At yeah, this point. they're, they're not, a they're great not what Did they you were see last Those year?
1: holes that opened up against the Redskins, though. Come true, on, I mean, true. anybody,
2: including Alf, could
0: go through. Those. They'll yep. close the gap. Yeah, for for me, if I had to, they said Alfred Morris was going to be the starter if he, Zeke was out before the season. Jerry Jones said it this morning. I guess it's him. But honestly, I'm letting the rest of my league blow their fab yeah, on exactly. that, and I'll I'll save
2: it. I, a lot of your league is already blown fab exactly. on these guys, Rod right? Smith. So there's a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of people that are like you know I. I've already lost, you know, $20 here on Alfred Morris when I thought Zeke was going to be sure. suspended one of the right. three other times. Uh, right now, Al- Alfred Morris is available in 44% of MFL leagues. Darren McFadden, 30%. I think Alf has a chance to do some, ha- be a respectable, serviceable fantasy back. He's not a great player, but we know that opportunity is more important than talent in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It, it's not like he was... 30 years old, and went to the Cowboys. He essentially went to the Cowboys. No, that's Darren McFadden.
1: No, but he essentially went to the Cowboys in his prime. So Um, why, you know... Well, his prime was like his
0: rookie year, right? But you know what I mean. Slowly get worse, but yes. uh, I'm I'm the weird guy who... They're probably owned in a lot of leagues, but if they're not, I'm the weird guy that says, you know, you can have him. I'll put a dollar on Rod Smith, who was great in the preseason, had 61 yards in relief against the Eagles just a couple weeks ago. Or I against lo- the 49ers a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago.
1: I would love to be a Morris McFadden owner and not need them for the starting lineup. And that way you could trade them. I know we're different, different kind of league here. But it's just one of those things where I, I really don't have much interest in in the tandem.
2: Uh, I do. I'm buying on Alfred Morris. Okay. I'm, I, if I, for you're going to buy games, on one, I'm buying on Morris because he's the starter. And to your point, Jay, anybody can run through those holes. He's still got mm. way more in the tank than Darren McFadden, who's been inactive every game. So I, I would go with, uh, I'd go with him. All right, let's go to the other big story, which is the uh, Miami Dolphins situation now with Jay Ajay gone. Um, what is your interest in Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake? The the two. I, well, I'll, I'll throw it to you first. Do you have interest in either one? Are you going to participate in the bidding on these guys, or are you just going to let this go?
0: I'm also passing. I mean, that, that offensive line was brutal. J.H.I. Mm-hmm. was constantly hitting the, in the backfield. Right. Uh, it, Kenyon Drake is interesting because if he's going to be the starter, he's also a good pass catcher. So maybe there's some interesting something interesting there, and he'd be the one I'd want more. But once again, that line just was like, looking terrible i i don't think i'm grabbing either
1: i would like drake in a ppr situation but it would be the hope that he is my fifth running back fifth or sixth uh if he's even close to starting right now that would be a worry point for me and i probably have bigger systemic problems with my roster Mm -hmm. than than something beyond uh drake
2: um started somebody's gonna be the starting running back for an nfl team which means they're always rosterable right um the problem for me is I I get the feeling they're just going to share work. I don't see either one Drake or Williams. They're both guys who can run the ball. They can both catch the ball. I don't know that there's going to be a definite answer. They could hot hand the two. Who knows? I I don't know. This what, I, you know if JJ J. couldn't score any touchdowns, how do these guys? Well, score exactly. Me? it's not even
1: a question of him not scoring. They had three situation against the Jets a couple weeks ago where they were with three yards or within from the goal line, mm-hmm. and they didn't go to J.I. at any time. They had three passes, two to Kenny Stills for a touchdown, and I think uh, Fasano had the other one. So that yeah, tells Fasano's you everything scored. you need to know.
2: Yeah, and that and mm-hmm. neither, neither of these guys are power goal line runners yes. at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm with you on avoiding those guys. Uh, needless to say, if Aaron Jones is available, and he's still oddly available in 20% of wow. leagues, you're breaking the bank on him. Yes. Alex Collins it feels like a long time ago because it was a while ago since they played, but uh, Alex Collins is, you know, coming off a gigantic game. His, his, he's getting increasing workload. He's available in half of leagues. He's still averaging, I believe, five and a half yards per carry. What's your interest level in Alex Collins, Ravens running back?
1: Uh, for me, it'd be very high. It, in, you know how you were big on Bilal Powell last year, and you were big on him coming into the preseason? I don't know if there's any difference between Collins now and Powell last year where Collins has had a decent start, but he could be that guy that finishes with a flurry, and he could be your flex guy or a guy that you want to bid on that literally does the work that your number one or number two guy could do from this point forward. Baltimore has no passing game, and Collins, even though he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, he has more yards, more carries than any other running back that has yet to score a touchdown, and if we saw anything against Miami, it's just a matter of time before he finds the end zone.
0: Uh, I think you're a little more optimistic about the end of the season for Collins than I am, even though I'm a big Collins fan. Okay, I you're think... going to
2: make me look their schedule up too, aren't no, you?
0: Okay. No, yeah, you should because uh, I believe I looked that it wasn't the greatest, but uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. I, I can't remember. Well, they get but... the
2: Texans in week 12. That's a down matchup. They have the Steelers in week 14, which you can kind of run on the Steelers mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. You can't pass on them. Um, the you Browns. Know. Oh.
1: My Browns and Colts, weeks 16 and 17. Hey, Browns', really Browns nice. run defense is That's, actually pretty yeah, good. Okay, Bra- fine. Bra- Browns I'm are only saying, allowing about three yards per carry I'm on just saying I will not hesitate to start him at the flex spot if, if, it, if he's going against Cleveland. I
0: think what's really nice about Collins is his touches keep going up. He had 20 last week, and he had his mm-hmm. first two targets of the season. Yeah. So if that continues and he can take some of those away from Bunk Allen –
2: yeah, speaking of Bunk Allen, trade him now because the Woodhead return is now. We're only T-minus like two weeks for right. Woodhead coming back, and Bunk Allen's going to go to the bench <laughs> big time. I like uh, that you have a
0: countdown for that. Yeah, you, well, you know
1: what tipped me off to that, what you just said, yeah. is that Buck Allen had two tackles on punt returns the other day in the game, and I'm like, what the? It's, they yeah, cannot afford starting to have back. a guy like that. <laughs> That's in, right, not uh, special teams. He had back-to-back tackles on punts.
2: Yeah. That says yeah. a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so uh, I think that's I think that wraps up Alex. Oh, I, note of note, I was a Bill Powell guy last year. This year you were I, in the I was off him. That was that was Brian. <laughs> Brian was like, "Why, <laughs> okay. why are you why are you getting off the Bill Powell bandwagon?" I no, thought at the uh, uh, the be big great. thing we
1: had at the state fair or whatever were the grounds that uh, that you yeah, state fair had a Powell presentation on the PowerPoint. No, I say that three times. No, no. that
2: yeah, <laughs> wasn't me. Brex uh, Burkhead. It uh, came to life finally. He's finally healthy. He's been, you know, he's been in out health, you know, health issues, everything else. Do you want any part of the, you know, the always difficult to predict backfield for the Patriots? I'm pretty satisfied
1: with White, Deion Lewis, and it appears that Gillislee is out of the doghouse. Yeah. Assuming he doesn't fumble anymore. So, what good is Burkhead outside of the occasional uh, third down catch? You know, when it's uh, third and thirteen.
2: He had seven targets last week. Uh, Lee seeing his numbers go down over the past couple of weeks. I don't know. Oh. There's, I mean, he'll probably get some use, but good luck predicting. And Lewis seeing mm-hmm. his,
0: his running attempts go up. <laughs> right. It's,
1: and right. James White. Every time I want to knock James White, a bad week he, for Ryan he keeps coming up. Yeah. Like, uh,
2: yeah. All right. Let's move on. Wide receivers. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, needless to say, after the explosive game last week, he, if he's available, you're going to go get him. He's available yep. in one-third of leagues, and you, you'll need to pay a lot to go get yep. him. And you're going to be chasing last week's box score, which isn't going to happen again for a while. But, well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe never. You know, maybe never has another 192-yard <laughs> game.
0: Yeah, that might be his career. That
2: might be it. So, Here's the advantage, like him, though.
1: though. Um, Pittsburgh has a bye this week. And there are six teams with buys. Mm-hmm. So if you're, unless you're number one in your league where you know you're going to make the playoffs, you really can't spend a lot of money on Smith-Schuster this week knowing that you won't have access to him. If you are desperate to make the playoffs, this is not exactly the best time to get a guy that won't be playing for another two weeks.
2: Corey Davis had the gigantic week one and then promptly got the hamstring injury and he hasn't played since. Mm-hmm. Now he's due back this week. It's going to be the first week back for Davis if, unless he has some kind of a, you know, a lapse or... Some kind of aggravation to the injury. What's your, and nobody else has really shined for the Texans, right? Decker's done nothing. Matthews has done even, you know, he's just your serviceable guy, right? He's Mm -hmm. your six catches, your 70 yards a game, no touchdowns this year. Last year he scored touchdowns, isn't doing it this year. I get the feeling Davis is walking into a pretty good opportunity here to yeah. make some big plays.
0: I'm, I'm surprised he's available in 27%. You would have thought the people that would have held on to him even through the injuries. It's, well, it's hard, that's right? You,
2: you, know, you, pick, you know, for the people that had him in week one, you're holding him for seven weeks yeah, through all the buys it's and everything else. It hold, is rough.
1: Hold on to your point, though. I was one of those people that drafted Davis and held on to him for a while. Yeah. But being honest with myself... I think I'd rather have Mike Williams at this stage than Davis. Wow. Really? Wow. I love
0: Davis as a player. I I think he's going to immediately step in and be that wide receiver one in Tennessee once he's healthy. Did you see
1: his quote from last week? He said, "Outside of getting on the field and staying on the field, I think I've made a lot of improvement this year."
0: Yeah,
2: I like that. Davis said that. Nice.
1: And I, I don't know. That's that's not what I want to hear from you. Like, why? it only why? matters if you play. If you he's know? learning
0: the playbook, that's and like he's Kenny Galladay going, "I'm killing it in
1: practice." Well, if you're not on the field, you you have no you're of no use to me at all. I I, I'm, I have no problem with Corey
2: Davis not wow. being on the field, but saying he's getting better because he's watching tape and he's watching practice. He's a rookie.
0: He's doing that's whatever he can, can even though better. he can't get on the field. He's doing stuff. It's kind of like to, Shaq
1: when Shaq got in the league and he said, I've won in every level except for high school and college. You know?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, uh, uh, and I, I like Mike Williams as a player. I don't like the fact that they have so many targets. You just can't rely on any of the no. Chargers receivers. But I love him as a player. His time will come sooner or later. Uh, Robbie Anderson available also in about a third of leagues. The f- a shockingly functional Jets passing game is increasingly going through Robbie Anderson and not Jermaine Kearse. Um, Paul Richardson available almost half of leagues. Blew up last week. I like the 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 trade that nobody's talking about is the uh, the Dwayne Brown Brown trade to the Seahawks. They have a new left tackle for. Russell Wilson and one that is a dramatic upgrade from the third stringers they've been uh, they've been rolling out that's going to make this uh, passing offense pretty reliable and I think you want a part of you want a part of that
1: I would hope at this point if I'm in a PPR league that I drafted well enough where I'm stocks but just from a, in a vacuum situation, mm-hmm. I would love Richardson right now. Three touchdowns the last two games. Uh, his catch-to-target rate is in the 90%. He had 100, 100 yards last week. Obviously, that's not going to be the case every time. But someone needs to fill that void. If, if the running backs can't handle the, the, the target's void, someone needs to fill it after uh, Doug Baldwin and Jimmy Graham.
2: Uh, last guy I'll mention, D.D. Westbrook, Scott. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is all Scott, by it's the way. This all Scott. This is all you. Take it away, Scott.
0: No it's it's just a speculative ad is all it really is. I mean he blew up in the preseason. Mm-hmm. No pre-season. one is yeah, no one is stepping up for the Jaguars. Uh, he, he can be a deep threat. Uh, they're gonna run a lot that's that's fine. Uh, I just I just have a little inkling that he might be something down the stretch. Uh, I don't love Lee or Hearns or what they're putting on the table right now. Maybe D.D. Westbrook is a little bit of an answer there, but I'm not throwing more than a buck on him. I mean he's like super deep dart throw. Uh,
2: and a, on a j on a Blake Bortles led passing attack.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Well I just I know you've I know
0: you've been interested. <laughs> Yeah, following well, the, the I play careers, in, I play in really deep leagues. So you do that. Is, that is a problem. You, are,
2: you, you, and I have a philosophical difference on yes. the number of roster spots that yes. should be in any fantasy league. Yep, I'm getting Scott a D.D. Westbrook Jags. Jersey, no, please don't uh, for Christmas. In give fact, me, it'll probably be the
0: first time anyone advises. Give me a J, Eagles jersey, okay. please. <laughs> uh,
2: all right, that wraps up our our podcast. I encourage you to play the Great Charge Chase. That is our free contest every week. You go to fanball.com slash charts. You play against me. You can win money this week, even though it's free to play. But more importantly, if you beat me this week, you get a an entry into our Week 17 contest, which has $15,000 15, in it. In. For Week 17? For Week 17. Wow. It should be wow. Week 16. Yeah, yeah, really kind of, I, don't, I didn't do this. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't talk to me about making it Week 17. But it is week seventeen. Wow. James yeah. Conner, there you go. Yeah, right. 17. It's yeah. Good. That's James exactly what it's going to be. I'm,
1: I don't. I think they play Cleveland. Yes. I'm already putting it down. James, your Connor. beloved Once Cleveland again, rush defense. 180 total good, good rush second. defense. There yeah. you go. All right,
2: perfect. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye, bye.